Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Beebs. I'm joined by my co-host, Chen. We're here. It's the middle of, well, Pro Bowl week. Uh, it ain't Super Bowl week mm. quite yet. Uh, the worst week in the football season. I, I truly, I get why they have the extra week, but, you know, we don't have to talk about it. It just annoys me. <laughs> like, I yeah, like the better when the Pro Bowl. Joke now. It's, it, it's, yeah. We don't see Pro Bowlers anymore, man. Now, no, I mean, I like, it's, ugh. I, I'll say this about the Pro Bowl. I, I think they've done a like they've done a decent job since the players decided they weren't gonna actually play football of like trying to make still make something out of it. Like I always try mm. to watch the dodgeball game. Yeah. And, like the mini games are kind of cool. I'm not yeah, like lie. I, I would want to see them like throw in like sharks and minnows or something just like playground games where it's just like, yeah. oh, let's let's watch Tyreek Hill play sharks and minnows. Why not? Like this would be <laughs> hilarious, right? Like yeah. it'd just be it would just be so I, I it's the best they can do. It's well think of like uh I remember back in the two thousands, they replayed it on the NFL network all the time. It was they had like the strongman competition. Like I remember Larry Allen like bench pressing like a whole bunch of weight. Um they had like the precision passing was huge. Like they actually wasn't just like targets from a pocket. Like they had a whole bunch of like you know I me mean, rolling around, and there was more effort. I mean, from everybody, like the players, yeah, the players and, you know, especially. The committee just... was more. But I'll say this: that was when the Pro Bowl. I don't know what year they moved it, but it used to be after the season was over. Mm, yeah, that would so make a lot of sense. You had like you. It was. Yeah. It was oh, and I get that none of the Super Bowl guys are there, but I feel like whenever they made that switch, just the whole vibe went down. It used to be, I remember I saw like a document. It was one of those Ravens like America's Games or something. And Ray Lewis was talking about how the Pro Bowl used to be just like fun because whoever won the Super Bowl was always going to show up, right? And they would go to Hawaii yeah. and they would just trash talk everybody, and it was it was a good time. Um, and he was mm. talking about how he finally had he finally beat Brady in the playoffs and had his year to like you know give him a hard time about it. But yeah, regardless, I I don't know if that really makes that big a difference. It's just for me like all star games in general are hard to watch these days. I I don't like the NBA. They do the best they can. They try to be innovative, in my opinion, <laughs> but the players don't want to play. They don't want to get hurt. Uh, actually, players don't want to play. It's just a theme in the NBA in general. That's I would say they don't play in regular season. <laughs> yeah, games, they don't so want to play regular season star game. game. Good luck, man. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. These are the guys complaining about a, a minimum set for um, doing their job, and it yeah, looks... sixty-five games isn't even that bad. I dude, I know oh. it's off topic, but that is Gosh, that's dude. crazy. Like, it, when, I'm like glad for comparison they... for the NFL, it's like. If you it's like didn't play for like thirteen, like you have to make thirteen games. So if you miss four, you're still eligible for MVP. Like that's not that bad. But like no, for NBA players, I, I guess they only want to work part time. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. But all right, uh, I think it's just the, the NBA has become so. That's just a different conversation. Playoffs man. only, man. It's it's really like playoffs Dude, only. It, it's so it's so the regular season is so unwatchable in the NBA. That's the one good thing about the NFL that I think will always stay because there's so few games. Yeah. Um, and there's less is better. Yeah, exactly. So all that to say, 
I wish the Pro Bowl was better. I don't know how to fix it. They I, they clearly try. They bring in Peyton Manning. They bring in Eli Manning. They have <laughs> yeah, fun with it. Um, you know, maybe we take a, a card out of Richard Mendenhall's ideas here. <laughs> it would be entertaining. You know what I mean? Like the NBA, like they got, uh, what, Sabrina. I, I can't say her last name, but she shoots the lights out. And then with Steph, like you can do crossover yeah. like that. Like I think it would be cool. What I, what I think would be cool is like, let's get like an alumni, like seven on seven NFL there you go. And see, like, let's get like Brady out there. We and... still got it. We yeah, let, got let, it. Let, let, let's get uh, alumni on alumni. Like, you get Chad Ochocinco out there going against like a forty-year-old Darrell Revis. Somebody pulls that... a hammy. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> like, basically, lose, basically though, the yeah. NFL's big three. Like, that's what we're talking about here. Like, <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh, you just gotta, right. The idea of it's great. The idea is great. It'll never happen, though. Oh, it'll, yeah. it'll never happen. Um, we we get the the fifteenth edition of Brady versus Manning. <laughs> like it's <laughs> the marketing behind that would be insane, dude. It would. <laughs> it would. It's just people don't think like us, man. We're all ahead of the curve. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, when this happens, like forty. Yeah. Imagine in like in their sixties. I guarantee you, enough money would bring them both out. Do they still got it at 55 for game number 15? Dude, Brady, you could hit through a rocket across a banquet hall. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Football has no bounds. It's a pig skin. So, like, you can you can make it anywhere. So, I just, uh, yeah. What are you going to do, man? <laughs> uh, what are you going right. to do? Let's dive in. Championship weekend recap. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know it, it's been a rough go for football fans across America, with the exception of two cities, uh, which usually is what you say this time of year. But there's usually like an America's mm-hmm. favorite team in the Super Bowl, and then every kind of rallies behind that team, or or they like both teams and it's fifty fifty, and it's it's a fresh you know fresh look like the the Rams year was with the Bengals there. All that to say, um, these might be the two most hated teams in in. In the league, I'm not even right. Like, you, you know, people hate on the Cowboys, but that's more of a troll thing. Like this is a genuine like, ah. yeah. So let's talk AFC Championship first. Your reaction, uh, just kind of the game flow of the game, how the Ravens looked, how the Chiefs ended up on top. Your thoughts? Mm. How the Chiefs ended up on top is a very interesting topic because right out of the gate the Chiefs were kind of rolling. Like, Mahomes didn't miss a beat. Travis Kelsey has kind of turned it on in the playoffs. Um, has not matched the, match the, like, fantasy football status that I drafted him at. But that's okay. He's doing – and actually, I think there was a stat that he's close to passing Rice for playoff. He, did. he passed like, him in playoff receptions last week. Receptions, yeah. So, he's – He's kind of in that, and again, it's it's kind of crazy how we turn from the Chiefs. Like, not even five years ago, we were, like, ready for them to dethrone Tom Brady and the Patriots, and now they've kind of become that, like, really fast, and it's it's extremely unlikable. So I think that's why this entire game just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Um, I think the takeaway, though, is, is, sorry, it's just the fact that we've talked about the Bills a lot on the show. And I'm not going to give Lamar Jackson all the slack here. Like, he initially looked all right, 
didn't really do a whole lot in the second half that, that I look. I mean, there's a really bad interception in there. There, the hate that like Josh Allen got once he lost to the Chiefs compared to Twitter, where it's like, oh, like Lamar's like it was excuses for everybody else but Lamar from what I was seeing. And um, I just think we're in this kind of time where like for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, like we might end up where like he gets four or five rings, but then you look around and like, there's still good quarterback play. Like it's crazy that Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow and Mahomes are all in the AFC. When you look at the NFC class of like top QBs, there's going to be a guy, maybe two, that are just going to be the Dan Marinos. We're like, you don't get a ring. And it may not be fair to Lamar or Josh Allen, but, man, if I do like a buy-sell hold, it's one of those dudes doesn't get a ring just from the numbers game. And it sucks because <laughs> they're both incredible as players and quarterbacks. But I have to tip my hat. The big biggest thing is to uh, Steve Spagnuolo, the defense yeah. coordinator for the Chiefs. I feel like he just flies under the radar. And I don't know if we're going to get head coaches and topics of that today, but he's never in the running. Like, I think he had a couple head coaching jobs, but his name is always just locked in as the Chiefs DC. They make it happen with a bunch of kind of, I don't want to say no names, but I didn't, I don't think a casual fan heard of like Legarius Sneed and Charvarius Ward and Drew Tranquil. Like, he makes that defense work and flow to the point that. It's very Patriots Patriots-esque, in my opinion, where they just find a way to win. Uh, but I'm curious on your takeaways game. We might have different views on this. I, I didn't ha- take a lot away from the Ravens, other than it's like a classic John Harbaugh team. Looks amazing the regular season. But I just know he's not one of the top coaches in the NFL. And when it comes to a coaching battle, he's losing to Andy Reid every time. Since uh... 2012, man, it's it's been a thing. I'll say, I'll say this with the Ravens. This is a very subjective take, but to me, I felt like it was popular. Um, and I was, I felt vindicated going on Twitter mid game and seeing people say the same thing. Uh, it really felt like the Ravens like let the moment get to them. They were yeah. very, and it's not, I'm not they just saying that. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because they choked and came out bad. It, it's just small things like from the very jump, they went like three and out on the first drive and Lamar's like throwing his helmet. And from that moment yeah. on, I was like, whoa, like, dude, you got to, you know, relax. relax. This is yeah. a long game. game just started. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zay Flowers, the taunting penalty. Mm. Uh, is it a subjective Fumble. call? Yeah. Okay. Fumble is an effort play. Like, it, it, that was a phenomenal play by Legarius Need, honestly. That wasn't. But it's just like Zay Flowers okay. gets the taunting penalty, goes to the bench, cuts his hand open because he's so mad. Like, and he's a rookie and it's like that, that's like, that's leadership and not being prepared for the moment. In my opinion, there were so many other cases, stupid penalties, both sides, actually. I thought the refs look, if I walk away from the game and the chiefs win and I don't have multiple things to point to to say why they were bailed, it probably means they definitely beat the crap. They did a good job. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I have, once again, realize I'm still not over the James Bradbury call from the Super Bowl, but we will not bring that up for the 50th time on the show. Um, it's the year to the day. Nah, I, I, mean, I, mean, I don't think I'll ever be so at this at this rate. I don't think I'll ever be over over it. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to see Jalen Hurts get one more chance. Um, I feel it. I feel it. 
I think this was the most Patriots-esque playoff run ever for the Chiefs, regardless of win or lose in the Super Bowl. Um, well said. Very well said. Very much like they're not a good team. How are they here? Oh, well, they played, you know, the Dolphins in the, in the snow. Okay. So they yeah. got a free win there at home. Then then they play. I don't even remember who they freaking played in the second round. It's been – oh, they played oh, the Bills. Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Uh, they, they Honestly, Buffalo gave them the best run. For their money, if in my opinion, um, for sure. But what what is so funny to me about like the, the the current goat discourse and whatnot with Mahomes and Brady and stuff is, mm-hmm. Chiefs fans are all praising him up. If he wins this one, he's got goat status, which is a joke, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. All this talk, and it's funny because no one is saying – everyone uses the argument, oh, Brady's – they're talking about their first six years, right? And they're like, oh, Brady never didn't have a top eight defense, and he won all these Super Bowls. And it's like the only reason Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl this year is because he has a top two defense. That's yeah. the only reason – and nobody wants to bring up this counterpoint of the, if you're going to use it on Brady's first six years, it very definitely applies here. Sure, their first couple of Super Bowls with the Chiefs, they were just explosive offense, 50 touchdowns from Holmes, you know, MVPs, left yeah, and right, yeah. right? Uh, and, and that is not the case this year. We sat here all year and talked about how the Chiefs had a problem. We sat here in week one and said if they don't re-sign Chris Jones, they might not make the playoffs. Um, mm. I still that stand was a, that by was that a funny take. take I still yeah, stand Chris Jones is monster. He's, he's up there, man, with defensive yeah. tackles, like, Yes, yeah. and I st- and they were what what were they through the four weeks or three weeks they didn't play they were like one and three or one and four like something like or two and two like it was not yeah wasn't great they weren't they weren't good this whole regular season and that's the part to me that's just like I don't even know how we ended up here and that's why they had two like, playoff this... games on the road I know like, and that's why I, and know, that's why I'm like, like this it was is not an easy path they took down the one is, and two seed this is so Patriots esque. Um, and to address your point about the hate and how we got here, you know, you see the memes, right, where it's like it's like five years ago today on Snapchat, and it's like who everybody's rooting for in the um, AFC championship. And it was all Chiefs, and then there was the little Patriots, and then now it was like how quickly things changed, and it was all Ravens, and it was the little Chiefs. Yeah. And Kansas City. Um, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't even think the Patriots got hated this much this fast. I, I think that they're catching... No, not this fast. I Definitely think that they're fast. catching some just, like, Patriots layover. Like, I don't know, like, mm. just like, oh, yeah. we wanted parody back, and you guys freaking, you know, took ruined it, it. Ruined it. Uh, and then on top of that, they, their personalities, I think, are just more dislikable than the Patriots. It is. It's so, um, yeah, they're, they're so petty. It is that, like the chief is a franchise, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just, I don't, it, it's the little things. It's the difference of social media and non-social media. Like, you, you know, you're never going to see Tom Brady's wife circa 2003 uh, spraying <laughs> champagne on opposing fans uh, or his little brother dancing on Sean Taylor's grave. Like, I, you know, all yeah. this, all of this stuff that has led to the, the chiefs getting this hatred. I really think it's actually pretty fueled by uh, Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes, and that's where it all started. Players, <laughs> and, and then yeah, then it just turned into like, oh, Pat's just not chill anymore. Like we we don't like him. <laughs> um, all that to say, I, I have so much respect for the Chiefs, and, and I will always respect greatness. Um, I'm 
disappointed that they're here. I wanted something different. I wanted to see Lamar Jackson in the Super Bowl. Uh, and I really felt like the Ravens defensively played a really good game. I really did. Uh, yeah. it, and I love a defensive chess match. The Chiefs defensively were one of the best team units I've ever seen on Sunday. Um, to mm-hmm. go against an offense that has routinely beat down uh, the best teams in football with 30, 40 points, whatever you want to say, um, to just hold them to, what, 10, right? 17 to 10? Yeah. I believe it was the final. He's just ludicrous. I'll say this too. Where were you at after Lamar throws that touchdown in the in the first quarter? I thought we were in for a freaking shootout. That play was phenomenal. I yeah. thought we were looking at like 45, 38 final, like both guys over 400 yards, like no defense yeah. at all. Super Bowl 52. And I was like, this is gonna be fun, right? Because you got Lamar. Right. And Patrick, and then all of a sudden the defense has just turned it on. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, I let me ask you this. I felt like the Ravens got – they just abandoned the run way too early. Uh, I'm got so glad you brought that up. Extremely pass happy. Do you agree? Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely, because there was times that the, the – like, especially on, like, the interception, like, Lamar's lane to run was open way more than the throw. And this is a guy that he rushed for a thousand yards. Like I, I get, you know, and this is when you, when you said may let the moment get to him, I would actually take it one step. I think social media got to him. Like this was supposed <laughs> to be, he was supposed to be the Batman. He was supposed to come in. Lay this down was his game. Go to the Super Bowl. Yep. And not only that, but I think those running back allegations got in his head a bit <laughs> because you see it in the film. There was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, because it's Lamar Jackson, there was like two or three times when they got close to the red zone that like he would have made it, man. Like maybe he has to make a guy miss, but he did not use his legs enough. And it sucks that I'm saying this because it's always been the other way. For Lamar Jackson, it's it's always like. I've got a stat for you. It's more than Lamar not running. Um, It's team. It's the team Absolutely. and the play calling. Here's the here's the stat of the week. I, I bookmarked this on Twitter because I had to read it. Okay, uh-huh. this year Baltimore eleven and one when their running backs touched the football at least twenty times, and three and four when they had less than twenty running back touches. Running back <laughs> touches per game this season. I'm just going to read the numbers from week one and on. 24, 21, 22, 21, 19, 24. 18, 23, 27, 16, 21, 22, 15, 30, 19, 25, 17, 31 in the divisional, six against Kansas City. That'll do it. <laughs> six. Like that buses. is wow. Wow. So it was it was more than the freaking it no, was I am. The I whole coaching staff. Yeah, yeah the is... whole coaching staff, just for whatever reason. Decided to come out in man freaking coverage, or not man, come out and try and beat man coverage because that's what the the Chiefs were sitting in a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and did I get that right? No, the Ravens. No, you're right because they got a good lot of good man corners. Like that was the issue with the Chiefs. They just kept jamming up, or the Dolphins. Sorry, they would just jam Tyreek Hill, and it's like, well, they don't have Jalen Waddle, so who's going to beat you? And yeah. they couldn't. Get no, the they were running. Like, they were running some weird man looks with the QB spy. I'd have to double check the film on it. Honestly, I don't want to make a claim that's not true, but yeah, 
the claim that I'm trying to make is that the Ravens were not committed to the run after like well, they abandoned the it first way, way too early. Yeah, uh, extremely it, early. Dude, you know how easy it is to defend a one-dimensional team, let alone when that one-dimensional team's best threat is the run. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's their and game. You're, and you're not doing it. It was. It, it's just a weird, weird game plan. I don't know what else to say. I, I, I don't. I don't no. really know. What Coaching else to say. malpractice, man. And on Captain top of all the that, other championship game too. But on yeah. top of all that, the Ravens turned the ball over twice in the red zone. Like, <laughs> that's game changing. Uh, like huge. You know, Zay Flowers free play. Don't race for the end zone. I guess I don't. That's just a great play by the Jerry Sneed. Honestly, like I yeah. don't really know what else to say. The interception Under to favorite. Isaiah Likely, I thought probably should have been pass interference. I know that uh, people have talked about it. Uh, the guy, the guy comes on the mic. And it's like, oh, contact is clearly happening after the interception. Gene Steratore or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and they're showing the replay, and it's just not true. Um, <laughs> I thought it was pass interference. I think that people have gotten too, too used to just pass interference not being called when there's an interception. Like That's I, fair. I, I think that the whole, the whole thing is just extremely broken. I'll just say that. Like, pass interference in general – uh, yeah. needs to be changed, but I didn't hate letting that call stand. It was a bad decision, and Lamar deserved to pay for it. Like, uh, But then again, after that, to my point, he's has his helmet off before he's even off the field, and he's throwing it. Mm. Like, there was still, like, a whole half, 10 minutes left or whatever. I don't know if it was that much, but it was like, this game is not over yet. And you a lot just, of time, yeah. Geez. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I... I, I the Ravens didn't deserve to win, and that's kind of my takeaway. That day, yeah, I know. Well said. In the sense Talk that, like, about they, beating yourself. Like, yeah, that was to a T. Yeah, it was just bizarre. It is really, I think, the word that comes to mind that you go away from something that was what – that's how they beat the Chiefs, in, in my eyes. Like, you can neutralize the pass rush, why they went away from it. And, again, like I, I, I hinted at the – NFC Championship had a very similar tone <laughs> of teams abandoning the run way too early, but um, yeah, well, we I can just, we like, can pivot if you if yeah you want if to. you want to because um, I I think we beat up on the Ravens enough. I mean they're just gonna run it back next year and we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I mean that's why the Chiefs are here, man. They're modern day Patriots. Um, Lions Niners though. This yeah, hurts so much. This hurts so you. much. This hurts so oh. much. This yeah, this this was the like I'm not even a buy. I mean, I'm a full oh, hard no. Packers fan. Yep, I like I got was diehard Lions fan. On yeah, once Fortnite took the lead, I was like, "You're you're kidding!" Like in the sense of it was just so they're up seventeen to nothing. They, I believe, it was twenty one carries for like hundred and forty three ish yards. And that was all in the first half from the Lions side of things. The second half, they ran the ball as a team six times when they had the lead. Was Kyle Shanahan the OC again? Was Matt Ryan playing QB? Was this the throwback to the Super Bowl of 28-3? to I don't understand where you get that game plan from when you have Dave Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs in your backfield, and it's working. Against the 49ers, you don't want to throw because you have Nick Bosa and Chase Young coming after you in a 4-3 front. 
if you can run the ball on this team, stick with it, especially when teams that were up by, I believe it was like 14 or more by halftime in the conference championship were 21 and 0 going into that game. And the Lions were the one team that could not pull it off. And it's just, it's mind boggling. I don't want to rip on Dan Campbell because I honestly think he's the reason this team is here, not the full reason, but a big part of it. But like, dude, like, and like just the coaching malpractice of like, there's like a minute left and he's running the ball. Like, I, I get again, you in like basketball terms, live by three, die by three. Like Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down twice when he could have kicked the field goal. You right, here's where, I, here's where I'll jump in. Here's yeah, where I'll jump I, in. I want to hear your take on it because I'm just like battling. Wait, I'm waiting for this fourth down. All right. Yeah, I, I gotta hear it. I, I the first one. Okay, fourth and two, the drop by Josh Reynolds. All right. Mm. Um in Dan Campbell's tenure, they're 14 of 20 on fourth and two. Mm. Converting 14 out of 20 times. That's really good. Good number. Michael Bagley. The percentage of kicks that he makes on grass in that situation, uh, that length, is less than the percentage of kick of time than the percentage of conversions on fourth and two. They had a better chance of getting the conversion than making the field goal. Okay, that's okay. defendable. Yeah, because yeah, I, I forget that their kicker is Michael Badgley, who I remember on the Chargers was dog water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like they got Justin job. Tucker over there, right? It's not like they yeah. got Adam Vinatieri. All right, it, it's there's by the way, there's there's maybe an off-season conversation. There's definitely a kicker epidemic across the league right now. Uh, it's getting bad, man. It's getting uh, I'm really with bad. I'm with Ninja a little bit on this one. Like, why can't why do kickers miss kicks? It doesn't make sense. But uh, yeah. the other one, the second, fourth and two, fourth and three, I believe, whatever it was, the one where <laughs> Goff rolled out right and tried to hit Amon Ra on the back shoulder, it was like ten yards short. Um, yeah. I didn't have I don't have the statistics to back this one up. I didn't hate this because it was roughly the same length tick kick and you were down at this point and did not have any momentum. And it was kind of like, what is tying the game gonna do for me? Um yeah, okay. I okay. agree I see with what the, you were I see saying. The perspective. I, do. I agree with what you're saying. Live by the three, die by the three. Uh any flack that Dan, kills, Dan Campbell catches for this is stupid. We're talking about a guy that just took the Detroit Lions to the brink of the Super Bowl. A game away. With, like, this, like very with this philosophy of aggression, 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 aggression. Um, they just dropped the ball on fourth and two. Josh Reynolds dropped the ball, hit him right in the hands. He dropped it. I, with, that's not Dan Campbell's fault. Right. You know? Right. No, it's a very good take on it. And I, and actually, yeah, I don't usually completely backtrack, but I almost have, like, no blame on Dan Campbell now. Because it is how you – like, the only reason the Lions are in the conference for 30-plus years they haven't gotten this game is because of the culture that Dan Campbell provided and the, the aggressive decision-making that I, I just uh, – I think I'm just hurt. I'm, I'm oh, really – This is I the worst. Want, nobody the wanted most this. 49ers and Chiefs. First off – Everybody goes into the weekend, we want Ravens or we want the Lions. We all want to yes. Ravens fall, and we're like, we're all in on the Lions, baby. <laughs> right? We're all in. Ah, we're, right here. we're here for the ride. They're up by 17. We're going to the Super Bowl. Detroit, America's team. Ah! Uh, 
Same old Lions. Same, same old, man. Same old, same old. Um, no. Most painful, most painful loss for me that wasn't that was most painful playoff loss for me that wasn't a team. That's, that yeah, that's <laughs> so real. That is so real. Yeah. That wasn't Packers. That wasn't. I'll even throw Bills in there, you know, because I'm like a pseudo. Fan. I don't even know why. Yeah, it's your AFC squad. Yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, not a Packers or a Bills playoff loss. Yeah, hurt the most out of anything, anything ever. Um, and it's not. Even, I can't even think of anything that's remotely close. Like. <laughs> I, I that bad. I mean, yeah, maybe Falcons. So uh, really it, and part of it is just despair for or just just distaste for the 49ers because I'm a Packers fan. Um, yeah, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's just, just it's it's just like not a Super Bowl rematch that anybody wanted. Nope. <laughs> um, the Lions, man. I, I initially. My immediate reaction, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. My immediate reaction was, there's no shot they'll ever be back here anytime soon with this core. Mm-hmm. Then, a few days later, and my logic behind that was, they're going to lose all of their staff. Then yep. Ben Johnson comes out and says, I'm staying in Detroit. I'm not doing any more interviews as OC. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why can't they go back? Like that was my entire concern for why that this was their year and magical run. This is what they had to do. They're gonna keep their OC, dude. That's a big deal. That's, that's a, a really huge deal, deal dude. That is yeah. a big deal. Um, I they, I I really don't. I still don't know how they lost this game. Gonna be honest, but and yeah, no, and just uh, just my takeaway on their off season outlook. I know even. I don't really know why that's not a questionable thing when Dan Campbell's like, yeah, we may never be back. I mean, you're right per se. I just don't know if I'd want to hear that in that moment from my head coach, but I digress. Um, Ben Johnson, like being able to retain him is just like, kind of feels like like you're stealing something. Like he should be head coach somewhere. Even the candidates that got hired, um, he should be head coaching somewhere. Their cap space, I believe, is like seventy like million. million. Yeah, yeah sixty million. Yeah, some something. It's a very large number, and there's not a lot of people like big names that are like going to walk. Like, if you're gonna run it back, have cap space, and your full draft capital, they, in theory, should be back. Uh, there there so should be, but yeah, we'll see. Here's what's so interesting to me is. If the Lions had lost in the divisional round, nobody would have these concerns of, will we ever be back here on the brink of the Super Bowl, a quarter away, whatever. Nobody would say any of that. And mm. they'd be like, oh, Dan Campbell in three years, looking at the divisional round, he won a playoff game. Like, they are on pace and scheduling to be Super Bowl contenders. And it's like, just because that they won that game and had this Cinderella run, I guess we'll call it, even though they were favorites and they were home games. Like, yeah. Uh, they had this Cinderella run and then we're up 17 in the NFC championship. Now, all of a sudden, well, you're never going to be that close again. I disagree. I, just ben John- I, I, I agree with the takes that Ben Johnson's leaving. But then I found out they had 60 million in cap room and Ben Johnson is staying. And I'm like, how is this different than if they just made, this is the first time they've made the playoffs under Dan Campbell. They didn't even make the playoffs <laughs> under him yet. Right. So it's really hard to argue with, this team's going to be around um, with this core. This is a unique culture in the NFL where that Dan Campbell has created. Uh, yeah. But let's pivot, talk about the Niners. Um, 
under Kyle Shanahan before the Packers game had like 0-31 when losing by three plus at the start of the fourth quarter. Now they've done it back to back weeks. Uh your thoughts on on I guess we'll call them, you know, comeback comeback kids, two two comeback victories in a row. Your thoughts. Yeah, I I don't know how I'm saying this, but it's just I think I've gotten so much of just I I despise the Chiefs. Like, I don't want another Patriots thing going when it's like they they just seem like wannabes. Like, I actually don't like the players like with Belichick and Brady was like, geez, like they're cold blooded. This is annoying, but like they deserve it. Like, I, I can't look at the Chiefs and be like happy with the result. Like, I I can't respect it. And the fact the Chiefs already beat the 49ers, um, I, I think the 49ers are my Super Bowl pick in the sense that you just kind of brought it up. Kyle Shanahan might have buried those demons um, of pass, just passing too much. I don't know what the, like, trend is when you have, like, a great we'll running see, game. Man. Going. If he shows up on next Sunday and, and throws the ball too much, oh, if, man. If Christian McCaffrey does not have 20-plus carries – I will call for Shanahan's head because it's like, how many times do you like, how many times do we have to tell you, old man, like you have to learn. You can't throw the ball when you're up a lot of points. And I feel like the way to beat the chiefs is you keep Mahomes off the field. You keep him frustrated and you keep that really good defense working. You have to make them work for their stops. You have to keep them on the field so that Mahomes is not, um, but this entire, like, just Super Bowl in general, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I feel like sometimes I have, like, a favorite. Um, and even, like, last year, wow, this is going to be pretty close. I mean, I'm kind of feeling the same way. I'm going to pick the Niners, but I'm not shocked. Like, Chiefs go on and win by, like, 20. Like, I, this game could go anywhere. It, it really could. I, I'm curious on just your insights going into um, – um, I, 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 this sounds weird, but I still just don't like the Chiefs next week. I, I just, they, they're, they're not. This is, this is the team that, like, I get that it's a long season and teams change, but circa like week twelve, whenever that Kadarius Tony disaster was, it was like, mm-hmm. dude, they are, they are dead. Locker room issues yeah. and everything. Um, and, and I get that that is not the team that's going to play. I fully understand that. And, you know, how many times did we circle the wagons on Brady in the middle and then they would go and win the Super Bowl in February? Yeah, here right? we are. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. Same thing. I, I just, the Niners, they've got more to play for. They've got the rematch. They've got this cap situation that's not going to go well in a few years. Like, this is, <laughs> this is, this is it. <laughs> like, um, this is it. This is I they they're playing like a team that a team of destiny a little bit with these comeback wins, uncharacteristic. Um that's very good. I, I don't I don't like them. I don't like the Chiefs. I'm just hoping there's a good game. And we get like a Super Bowl classic. Yeah. If it's anything like Super Bowl fifty, what was that? Super Bowl fifty four. I'm gonna cry. I that was on paper that looks like Super Bowl classic. <laughs> it was so boring for some reason. Um, yeah. I, 
I, I agree. This could go literally any direction. Uh, blowout victory either way. Um, I just not really looking forward to it. I've said this to multiple people. I, I've almost I've, I'm like one foot in, one foot out to golf season right now. Like I am like if it were Chiefs Eagles like last year, I was always let's talk Super Bowl. I'm so pumped. Raven or Rams Bengals. I was like, this should be a little exciting. Two fresh teams. This is fun, yeah. right? Right. New. Uh here we are, Super Bowl week. And I, I really don't I'm gonna watch the game, but I this is the least interested I've been in Super Bowl probably in my lifetime. Honest to God. Yeah, it's uh, fair. I, I mean I feel the same like. I've moved on to like basketball. Yeah, I, I know the All Star break and the trade deadline's coming up. It's like Giannis, that whole thing. Uh, but it, like when you think back, it, I, I'm like trying to like, you know, comb through all the Super Bowls. This is probably like when I say least anticipated. I, I don't think I'm wrong. No, even but, like, the, I, even I, the I really... Patriots, even the Patriots Rams Super Bowl, I had more hope for. It sucked, yeah. and we knew and it was going to suck right kind away. Kind of a wild card of like, oh wow, you know yeah. I mean? I'm surprised like, they're back, and and the Rams were this explosive offense all year. It was like, oh, we should get a shootout, and then it was like thirteen yeah. to three. <laughs> but yes. thirteen ten, Vinatieri with the honors, but uh, Nick Nick Foles. I really hope your energy just like transfers to Brock Purdy on uh, next Sunday because. We're oh, like we're gonna yeah. need if we get a, just 49ers if, elite performance. Like from both ends of the ball. If we get a, a Brock Purdy just like San Fran special. Outduels Mahomes on every single facet. Oh, oh. Twitter so Twitter might explode. It it, 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 might. it literally it literally might. It might actually um, be called X. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nick Wright might like you might not come into work for a couple months. Oh um, yeah, Brady um, will be a goat. Don't get back me. To Brady. Don't, get, dude. Did you see the? Speaking of the goat talk, and we can save this, I guess, for next week because we're running low on time. But speaking Definitely. of the goat talk, all this talk, Nick Wright especially, but everybody else. If Mahomes win this game, he's the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the best quarterback no. I've ever seen. All this other stuff. First off, no. Second off, did you see the clip? From 2021, January 2021, three years ago, Nick Dude. Wright. I just don't see how if Mahomes loses this game, he will ever have a chance to be the GOAT over Tom Brady. This is the biggest yep. day. He is in his prime, and Brady is 44 years old. If he loses to this version of Brady, he will never be the GOAT no matter what he does. Yeah. Yeah. It did happen. It did happen. There is yeah. receipts. We, we, we talk about like the exposure of national media when it comes to like you know mm. regular newscasts. We need to mm. play that same energy for sports casting, man. This is yeah. just it's propaganda at its finest. It is <laughs> clickbait at its finest. I'm sick of it. I can't handle it. I can't yeah. I can't go on Twitter anymore. Everything is clickbait. Every single stat is clickbait. And it doesn't matter what it it's is. about. I was getting clickbait about trying to learn about the new Packers, new defensive coordinator. I'm getting clickbait <laughs> from Packers fans about how he's the worst hire since Mike Patine. And I'm like, what? Like, what? Yeah, what? people are – you can't – there is okay to have a middle ground, guys, all right? We don't have to go red versus blue, like, major <laughs> – like, Not every take has to be hot. Right, yeah, bingo. Like, 
you can have a normal take. It's okay because when we have a bunch of hot and then a lot of them just look dumb. Like oh, we, we just. By, by the way, not every opinion you have is an unpopular opinion. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of times the opinion people are like, "Oh, well, that might happen," but no, it's. I, I'm actually kind of nervous if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't think I could go on social media for a couple of days personally. I think it's me a lot. And Brock Purdy will get killed just because he's Brock Purdy. Like he's put I in don't an even unwinnable situation. I don't even team. understand the hate at this point either for Purdy. I don't either. Like, That's why like I am other than just for, like, annoying Niners. Yeah, other than annoying Niners fans, who's propping him up as this like top five quarterback? Nobody. No. He was his story is phenomenal. He's Mr. Irrelevant. Now he's going yeah. to the Super Bowl. Like when Kurt Warner did this, he was America's freaking sweetheart. Like what, mm-hmm. what, is, the, what is the difference here other than that he just plays for the 49ers? Well, yeah. And we, I think we talked about it maybe just personally, but with like Brandon Ayuk having, I was like top five in receiving yards, 30th in targets. I understand a lot of that's on Ayuk, but Brock Purdy's throwing the ball. <laughs> like, their passing offense is not maybe as and, dangerous and as saying, the run game, but yeah. I, I hate the fact that people are acting like if he would like if he goes to the Steelers, he's probably not doing those numbers, but he's better than Kenny Pickett. Like yeah. people are treating him like he's this bottom of the barrel QB, where it's like, man, I, I don't think I can hold him out of my top ten. I, I mean, I'd have to really crunch it. I feel it's, like top twelve would be as low as I could possibly go for the guy. Given the fact he's in the Super Bowl right now, here's the thing: is he's a he's a like who cares if he's a system QB? Do you know how many system QBs have won Super Bowls or gone? Yeah, that tag is kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't really care if he's a system QB. Every QB is a product of their offensive coordinators. Yeah. What does Patrick Mahomes look like if he's not drafted by Andy Reid on a roster with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill? Like, Justin Herbert. <laughs> oh wow, that's wow, that's really true. Well, I mean, he's got all the talent, but I mean, the dude got gift wrapped, the best tight end receiver in the NFL for a couple of years. People yeah. really like that, and I don't hold that against, right. and I don't hold that against Mahomes' legacy in the slightest. He still went out and achieved what he achieved, and absolutely. If Purdy wins this freaking Super Bowl, let me tell you right now. I might be cashing in my Purdy legacy uh, stock that I bought in October because it will never no be shit. higher. <laughs> no chance you have a Purdy legacy. Oh, I do. I oh. do. I do. October 9th, two and Why a half. Why did I buy that? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> that is going to hit bank if they win the Super Bowl. Like, it says it. All it says is Purdy's legacy. That's it. That's what the entire stock note says. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my unreal, gosh. man. But all that to say, like, look, I watched the Super Bowl. I'm excited. Because yeah. it's the Super Bowl. Oh, enjoyers. But two years in a row now, I've reached this point of the season and kind of been, like, ready for it to be over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know what it is. I, I I don't know. I just really don't want the Chiefs. Dude, Lions, Ravens, I would be hyped for this. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to say. Even Lions, like, Chiefs. Like, I'm not trying to be a hater. No Bro, one wanted this. I was... we saw 49ers, Ravens, even great. Chiefs Lions week one throwback great matchup. No one wanted this. Dude, when I was looking at Chiefs Lions at the halftime of the NFC Championship, 
I was sitting there thinking of every reason. I was like, this would be phenomenal. I know that we don't want the Chiefs, but we get the Jared Goff Mahomes Monday Night Football rematch finally. I was like, is Jared Goff going to be the Eli Manning of our generation? Right? Like, this would be amazing. What a story. And then, ah, it just went down. Just went down. Ripped away, man. The narrative narrative went from, is Jared Goff the Eli Manning rematch? Could get an offensive shootout. All this other stuff to... Is Patrick Mahomes already the greatest quarterback of all time? He's won two Super Bowls and lost two, but or lost one, and he's going to a fourth. He's only 28. Nobody's ever done this. Pull up Brady's stats. It's almost identical and by the same age. Yeah, like this for <laughs> people who are really considering, like, we're in the wrong here. Go look up Tom Brady highlights because that's, like, the biggest gripe is Mahomes has this way better arm than Brady. Brady had an amazing he arm. No, he yeah, doesn't. but like, go go check some of the balls he threw in the snow. It's ridiculous. And oh, just that one, to, that one to Randy Moss that's going viral in the red. Yeah, team. dude, it's like, come on. like on you can row. make any throw, and he didn't have the mobility of Holmes. Like, it's again, we're not trying to like take away from Holmes because he's like better at Brady and gets better weapons, but like, it's not like Tom Brady was saw, like people are trying to make him like he was Brock Purdy of like he was this game manager. Role let me page. let me put like, it let me put it th- let me put it this way, man. Just to settle everybody's debate, and and we can put this anywhere on the internet, and people are gonna get triggered. Yeah, God, but it's a bad yeah. But, but but let's say that Michael Jordan in two thousand three decides to play another play another season. All right, his mm-hmm. last season was two thousand two. He decides to play one more year. LeBron. Drafted in 2003. And yep. by some, you know, freak thing, I don't even know, both teams would be in the East, but let's just say that the Wizards transferred over to the Western Conference for the year uh, and, and wound up, we have 42-year-old, 43-year-old Michael Jordan playing against, uh, you know, LeBron. And, and honestly, LeBron. 18-year-old LeBron might be able to catch some excuses. So let's just sub in the 2000, you know, uh, an MVP version of LeBron. How about that? You know, seven, something uh, like that. Sure. Yeah, no, not even that. I mean, you, you can, MVP, whatever MVP here you want to pick of LeBron. All right. Mm. Let's say that. And you have an old, old version of Michael Jordan. And let's say that they played in the NBA finals and the Wizards won in five games. How would we yeah, feel about the GOAT debate? How would we feel about the GOAT debate? If Michael Jordan had yeah. seven rings, if Michael Jordan had seven rings, had five more rings, then LeBron had, um, you know, beaten him on the biggest stage. By the way, uh, let's just add that in 2017, when the Wizards were, or 2001, when the Wizards would have still been in the Eastern Conference, that he beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals to go win another Super Bowl as well, or win another NBA Finals. I'm messing up the metaphor because it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. The the idea of it is like you can't even put into words and, I think that's almost made people like complacent with Tom Brady of like, let's try and find a reason to bring him down. But it's like, my dude, seven rings is enough. And that analogy is perfect in the sense that Nick Wright got it right. He, he had the right take a couple years ago. Backtracking on it was dumb because in the sense that like Tom Brady in that season, you could argue got an MVP award. I mean, his stats that season was like 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, that's an MVP this year. It's just he's not playing this year. And we see it in the banquet hall. He still could. But it's just 
I I hate the recency bias, like just to the max, man. Like it's so bad. Like people will even warn you about it, and it's like no, like people still just give in. Oh, maybe he's the relax. R e l a x. A Rod said it best. Relax. (laughs) Because what happens if Mahomes doesn't get back now? What happens if they go through the salary gap issues they're gonna have? Andy Reid retires. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's 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 fast forward just three years, okay? They have this mm-hmm. incredible run, and now Travis Kelsey's retired, Andy Reid's retired, and it's just Mahomes. And what happens? Figuring it out. Yeah, if he, if if Mahomes turns around then and goes and wins another four Super Bowls with another dynasty, and then goes to another team in free agency over the age of yeah. forty and wins a Super Bowl in his first year, then we can talk about him being the goat. But then we still have to <laughs> yeah. then we still have to have a conversation about how he lost to the other guy who did that exact script and probably needs an additional ring to top him. So he would actually have to win four more Super Bowls, uh, five more. Sorry, five more. Oh, eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, eight's eight a good number. Eight. He has to get eight. He has to get eight. Um, not to mention the the the. I think this was the weakest Chiefs team we've ever seen in the AFC playoffs. And the one team that's been known to give them the biggest trouble was not there this year because of injuries. All right. <clears throat> like, like I, I don't, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying yeah. this would have been the best year for that matchup. I missed the Bengals this, this January. I, you know, uh, bills are my AFC team. Bengals are just my, like, you know, guilty pleasure. God, they're so freaking fun. Mm, they're fun to watch. Playoffs. They're fun to watch in the playoffs, man. Um, all right, let, let's, before we dive into goat talk, before we move into everything else, let's, let's just cut it off. We'll save it for the off week. We got another pod, Super Bowl preview. We'll make official oh, yeah. predictions. We'll save all that. We'll save the coaching talk and all that. We got a great conversation coming on Monday, but right yes, now sir. we're about out of time. Be sure to check us out on Monday. We'll be here. We'll be back. Thanks for listening as always, guys. We're excited for the Super Bowl. Excited for the offseason as well. we got some big things planned, talking free agency, doing all this stuff, stuff we haven't been able to talk about before. We weren't doing the pod in the spring. This whole thing. So it'll be fun. We're excited. Um, excited for football to be over a little bit, but it is what it is. A little tired mm-hmm. of the media. We, I, think we're, I think we're all tired of the media. But looking, as always, the, looking ahead. We're looking at yeah. the future. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. As always, thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, Twitter, and everything else. And we'll see you next week. Peace.